You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Hello. Hey. Hi, Brady. What you doing? Well, I'm just sitting here with you recording another episode. I know. I'm so excited to see you again. I know. It's kind of hard when we do it like two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's a little long. Yeah. But it's also the balance that we needed. So I appreciate it. And I'm happy to be here with you. And for those who are maybe new to the podcast listening, welcome. And I'm what was that look for? You rolled your eyes or something. No, no, no. I was looking. I was looking at my creative brain. Oh, okay. I was thinking of something creative to say. And then I was like, no, nothing. Yeah, you like shook your head at me. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I drew a blank. I was telling myself no. I was like, it's no. No, okay. Well, my bad. Uh, all, all good. I still love you. Um, for those who are new, Brady helps me produce the episodes. I do my best. The episodes, the podcast, like podcast. it's like yeah, yeah, the whole what? podcast. Um, and me, Mariah. I am a nationally board certified health and wellness coach. Mm-hmm. I own Balance Your Wellness, which is a coaching, it's a wellness um, business where I coach, do other things, but I'm also a um, certified health education specialist with a master's degree in health promotion and education. So I'm not just some lady in a garage in Hooper, Utah, spouting <laughs> off shit. <laughs> I like to think I am sometimes though. Like it is fun just to not have to worry about that I kind of have a professional side and I can just goof off here. Like this is where I get to let loose. Yeah. But I can let loose at least guide you in somewhat of the right direction. And I just, I have zero qualifications except for I can build a studio, press record, and then like I blunder into stuff. Yeah. I have life experience in some things. Exactly. So I'll share some of that. So we'll keep you. But none of my information is certified in any sort of way. (laughs) Can we make up our own certification that people can like take a course on from us and oh. now they're certified salty sexers? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> I do. Did I tell you about the heat that I got on Twitter? Uh-uh. Uh, someone said something about going to get accredited for their to be able to instruct in yoga and they like post yoga videos every day. So like I just kind of assumed they already knew what they were doing. Right. Mm hmm. And she, she said something about like, yeah, I'm going to get certified. I'm really excited. Take the test soon. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you needed to take a test. I've had it on my resume for years. You're such a shit. <laughs> and I've never done yoga once. You just like minimized her probably life work. Yeah. And I was just, I was just thought I was being funny because like, you know, like who's, who in my industry is going to check to see if I'm a certified yoga instructor. They so, don't care. So no joke. You really do have that on your no. resume. Oh, okay. No, I, I, was you just, did. I was just having a laugh because like when I read that, I was like, oh yeah, I've had that on my resume for years. I didn't know there was actually a class, you that, know, that's like, pretty funny though. Yeah. Cause no one really, yeah. how many people do check credentials mm-hmm. and if you don't, and you're hiring a professional to coach you to be any type of you know like yeah um personal training anything i was like all the things just left me and can't think of anything well, well there's a guy there's a guy floating around in ogden somewhere he's like they call him the wizard of ogden and he goes and does like exorcisms at people's houses <laughs> and i'm like what, did you just yeah. you just started doing exorcisms or like did you what like 
what are your certifications to do this? Granted, there's a lot of certifications you can get and be like a certified personal trainer, but is it a good certification? So there's yeah. different types. So I have the health and wellness coach, the the only certification that can build health insurance. Yeah. That can, you know, so. You have like a legit like degree in yes. helping people change themselves. Yeah. You're not just like, oh, I work with energy and crystals. Yeah, and some people do, and I don't want to minimize their life work either. But if you want to hire a professional, do some homework, double check that their credentials are actually valid credentials. I mean, in the light in the world of coaching, you can get a like a weekend online coaching certificate and call yourself a life coach. And there's other people who have to have tens of thousands, you know, or tens of hundred tens of thousands. Like 10,000? Sure. Whatever. 10,000. Yeah. Tens of thousands. Hundreds Thank of thousands. <laughs> hundreds of thousands is what I was trying to... Yeah. Not hundreds of thousands. No. Okay, fuck. Numbers. Anyway, we should cut that out because that's like more... <laughs> <laughs> we won't because we're, you know... But you're a life coach, not a math coach. Well, and I'm not a life coach. I'm a health coach. <laughs> oh, a health coach. Sorry. A wellness coach. A wellness coach. Which does the same thing a life coach does it's the same approach it's coaching you're just terrible at math and there's billable. behavior change yes thank you brady <laughs> there's behavior change strategies in there and all sorts of things but it's a positive psychology technique oh okay. so i am trained in positive psychology cool so where a therapist focuses on what's wrong with you um healing from past traumas or even you know working through some of those issues sure coaches stay on the positive side let's build you up let's keep moving in the direction you want to go set goals things like that but if you're anchored somewhere here and need healing from past traumas to move forward a good coach will always refer you to a therapist or some other type of sure so anyway whole other thing well it we ties went off into, on a tangent a it, little bit it ties into our topic today how because we're going to talk about Improving your marriage. Yeah. Kind of. Specifically geared long, towards long-term sexual health, right? Yeah. Long-term relationships mm-hmm. and the ebbs and flows of sex in those relationships. Yeah. Not just marriages, but long-term relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Most of us here married sex and we're like, oh, fucking boring. It's a Tuesday night. It's on the calendar. <laughs> Missionary. Well, it's one of the things we talked about in prep was scheduled sex is boring so we talked about kind of how to change that i mean some people have to schedule their sex but what can we do to kind of like not take a take it the monotony out of it right so and there's ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. that is also another big thing that everyone should just accept today yeah if you're in a long-term relationship your sexual relationship inside of that relationship is going to go up, up and, and down, down. Yeah. It, it always will but um wow thank you <laughs> um but how do you continue how do you have more ebbs flows which one's one which one ebbs is like i think flows are the good flows, part flows are like yeah yeah wider yeah, unless <laughs> like we're talking higher. about that like monthly flow oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna let you get anything done no today. no you're fine okay, i think ebbs ebbs are bad flows are good okay yeah where you want more highs than lows and minimize the lows, yeah. right? We can still do it. There's things that you can do. 
And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have my notes here. I know. I brought notes. I'm actually really impressed with your handwriting for someone who has full-blown ADHD and is bisexual. And is left-handed. Gross. I didn't know you were left-handed. Trifecta. Ew. (laughs) I am left-handed. I've always been left-handed, friend. Like, I cannot do anything with my right hand. Watch me. Watch me now. Now that you know, it's going to drive you nuts. Yeah. I'm already not even thrilled you're here. (laughs) You're such a shit. (laughs) I love teasing people who are left-handed. Oh, no. Just one more thing you get to tease me for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I can't even give a hand job with my right hand. Like, that's how bad my right hand is. You know what's funny about that is Jamie can, like, she gives better left-handed Non-dominant hand jobs jobs than... And so you remember I was in a relationship with Mia. Mia was left-handed. She Uh gave better hand jobs with her right hand. And it had to do with like, they usually use their dominant hand to support their body. And then the other hand they trained to to jerk it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. For yourself, for your own jerk it time term. I'm right-handed. Do you ever use your left hand? To tickle my balls. (laughs) Thank you for painting that picture. You don't tickle your balls when you jack off? No? <laughs> uh, no, but I'm wondering, do you ever switch? Yeah, like if I got to reach for the lotion bottle. Or... Are you ambidextrous jerker? No, I'm definitely not ambidextrous. Okay. Definitely not. Like right hand is the way to go. Um, I do try to change it up. Arm in the right hand. Well, I try to change it up because I feel like I read somewhere that if you just use one hand all the time, you'll start to put like a bend in it. Mm-hmm. And so I try to change it up, but it doesn't really work. Hmm. So then I just like move my arm over. Just try to like counteract that bending action, I guess. So you have your cone from here, doing a little. Yeah. That's funny. All of our lucky YouTube uh, viewers just got an awesome. That was a great. <laughs> you look like you're trying to fly a plane and milk a cow at the same time. <laughs> Would you oh. find a YouTube salty sex guest? Oh. Sorry. Anyways, we got off on another tangent. That's okay. And my hair is really long right now. So when I'm leaning forward, it'll tuck behind me. And then, oh, and then I can't you sit on it and then I can't move. So I keep oh. trying to tuck it out and it's all good. It's all good. I might cut it like only like four inches, not okay. like off. Yeah. I have been tempted to just chop it, but that's okay. You'd be cute with a pixie cut. Thank you. I've had yeah. it a few times. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about societal expectations mm-hmm. on sex in marriage, right? Yeah. So we're coming from a society that is telling you us sex outside of marriage is bad or you shouldn't really do it. But once you're married, a good marriage has to have sex, but that's where all of society ends. Like it ends. Like there's no, but it's funny that like, as you're saying this, I'm thinking about the fact that anywhere online, as we look at it, um, or pretty much anywhere, they would say, Oh yeah, once you once you get married, the sex stops. But then it's also not allowed to have sex before you're married. So when does it start? <laughs> exactly. Everyone's getting these cross messages, and then yeah. it's like, oh, married sex is the worst, and it kind of it's boring and it sucks. So it's like, I'm really looking forward to this, and now I can have it, but I shouldn't enjoy it. Like it's supposed to be bad, so I'll just accept that it's bad. No, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, you're listening to this podcast for a reason. You're probably not overly sad. Well, no, you may be satisfied and you just want to get more tips today. So here we go. Let's more tips. Okay. Oh, my God. Good job. Good job (laughs) catching all those. (laughs) That's my job today. 
The biggest thing. Not. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not trying to say this all this either. A, this is gonna be a great episode. I'm excited. Okay. One of the main messages I would like you to take away from today. Uh-huh. I had to really think of how to word that to not get a euphemism out of it. Euphemism? Wow, I can't even talk either. Okay. Is every relationship has its seasons, mm-hmm. including seasons of sex and ebbs and flows. Yep. Right? We've already talked about this. Totally. But the pitfall I think most of us fall into is... Well, in our first relationship, when we first hooked up or first got together, sex was like this. Why can't it be like this now? Yeah. Especially when you're looking at a long-term relationship that has had probably many different types of seasons, gone through many different things. Of course, when you are wanting good sex, you're going to go to the best season you've had. And how unfair is that to compare? So we were just kind of talking about that where... um. You typically have good sex at the beginning of a relationship. Honestly, I would say it's probably why the relationship stayed together. Because if it was bad sex at the beginning of the relationship, would it have stayed? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. So most relationships probably can agree that that's where it is. It's new. It's exciting. Um, Everything you do, you throw a tiny little move in the mix and it's all new experience. Now it's kind of like, we've never eh, done that before. You use that move a few times. Like I'm used to it. Or now it like starts to get to routine or, you know, your partner so well, like you just kind of, it's, it's almost expected. And if it's not expected, so then you have these weird expectations on there and that's hard too. Cause then if you don't do what's expected, what's wrong? Yeah. What's going on? Why do you want to put this in the mix right now? Right. You know, so people are all getting defended or uh, defensive about and offended by. Um, it's easy to get in that defensive mode, too. It is. Yeah. And it's it's hard, especially because you have to be very vulnerable to have good intimacy, mm-hmm. healthy intimacy. And so when you're vulnerable and then it's like you're feeling it's subpar, like that really hurts. Yeah. Anyone would be hurt by that. So seasons. I can't have the same season. I can't expect, you know, hey, when we had no kids and we were fucking like rabbits every day Mm -hmm. because we could or during the Rona when we were both home all the time, we were fucking all the time. And now that it's we're going all back to work, it's different. Or, you know, you have a new high stress job. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you coming home and performing like you used to? Why aren't we having sex exactly like we used to? It's funny that you say that because uh, when Jamie and I first got together, we were having sex so much and I was working, I wasn't doing an office job, I was in the field uh-huh. and I was doing sort of like manual labor all day, but like well-paid manual labor because it was a technical skill. And uh, I had to stop at a GNC one day and pretty much tell the guy behind the counter, I was like, hey man, <laughs> like I know I'm going to go home and get fucked and like I want to do my best and I'm like running out of energy at the end of the day, what do I do? <laughs> and they like loaded me up with a bunch of sex vitamins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you said that. I mean, it wasn't a stress problem for me. It was like I was physically tired. And I you was were like, beat. You yeah, were I, like, I want to keep up. And I did. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time in my marriage that we had sex pretty consistently every day. So for me to compare right now to that, of course, I'm going to feel like shit. I'm like, oh my God. Right now, I'm working two jobs, doing the podcast. 
which I love. You know, there's a lot of things. So I'm doing a lot of things that I, my, I'm just busier. So for me to compare myself and the time I had, the plus, honestly, we are together a lot. It's not like, oh, I'm really excited to see you because you've been gone all day. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, we could do this anytime. It's almost like, it's almost like having a home gym. <laughs> <laughs> so you use it less because it's at home? Yeah, because it's too convenient. <laughs> Right. I don't know. So it's kind of funny just kind of watching that now and, um, and avoiding those comparisons and how important that is when, Hey, but we used to be like this or Mariah and Justin have sex every night. Mm -hmm. I know people have used that because we did kind of brag about it for a while. On you guys? Yeah. They've used it in other relationships. No, other people have been like, Hey, if they're having sex every night, why aren't we kind of thing? Huh. And so we're like, you know, it's a little different. I got to be honest with you. If my wife came home and said, you know, hey, our friends A and B are having sex every night. I'd be like, yeah, good fucking for them. Yeah. But to compare I'd be a little it for mad someone, if someone threw that at me. Exactly. So yeah. to compare it for someone else, do you think that's a healthy way to go about it either? So comparing it from past times, mm-hmm. comparing it to other people, that's not going to help. Mm-hmm. increase the flows or like tvs and movies or trying to keep up with the neighbors who are continually to produce kids for their religion or comparisons of fucking porn that's not fair either yeah well i've made the joke before and it's a joke that floats around on the internet like learning how to have sex from porn is like learning how to drive from the fast and the furious mm-hmm. it's not a good idea yeah so yeah obviously and, like, I remember learning pretty early on that, like, vaginas are not really meant to take a beating. And so, like, in high school, like, all the guys were like, oh, I could go Shh, forever. Don't say that out loud. What? They're not meant to take a beating? Well, I mean, like, they don't they don't like being roughed up for a long period of time, right? Okay, true, true, true. Yeah. yeah. They don't like being scuffed, <laughs> is what I should say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, all these... The saddest thing is when you say that, I know what it feels like. Yeah. Like, I know exactly what that means. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those little micro tears and things. Like yeah, exactly. Not enough lubricant things. And it just kind of gets a little... Scuffed. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Scuffed vagina. <laughs> you heard it here on the Salty Sex Cast, everyone. That's, a, that's our new fragrance of candle we're coming out oh, with. Oh, no! <laughs> but... Oh, Scuffed vagina candle. Yeah. <laughs> What's it going to smell like, Brady? Scuffed vagina. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what that smells like. But um, so I remember all the guys in school would brag about it. And I like I had known I'd read some things in some medical journals. And I was like, no, like girls don't want that. They don't mm-hmm. want an hour long of sex. And they're like, no. if you watch porn. It's like so the average the average person masturbating gets off in four minutes. Men and women. I'm, I'm not saying everyone. I'm, I'm above average on that then. Some some people are, right? And <laughs> faster and, than average. Are you faster than average? Oh yeah. If I if I'm the one who picks my video, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna sit down to masturbate if I'm not already in the mood okay. most of the time. Sometimes I'm like, eh. You're already kind of been horny today. You're I'm like, kind of bored. I maybe could use some stress relief. That's a little, little different of a story. But if I'm yeah. taking the effort to fucking sit down, grab my phone to put on one of my stories. the soaps right yeah and grab my toy 
maybe two minutes. I'm never past the two minute mark yeah, on a movie. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But again, for me to have to do that out of my schedule, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So I'm like ready. Like it's a built well, that, up. Thing. That two minutes is like a 10 minute process though. Cause you got to like go get the things and make sure the kids aren't going to come upstairs and true, true. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, <laughs> no I was, I was just saying how that, long it takes me to masturbate. I was just saying that like, you know, in you, you were talking about porn and, mm-hmm. the, and the point of the whole thing is, is that porn sets up a really unrealistic standard because guys think that they should last that long. And then girls are like, you're fucking crazy. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that for that long. That hurts. Right. And like, really the only reason it works on porn is they're paying them and drowning them in lube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Have you noticed like their whole body is greased up most of the time? Because they're just pouring baby oil on them. <laughs> baby oil? Yeah. Doesn't sound like that would be pleasant in the vag. I don't know. Mm. It was some kind of oil, whatever it is. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're using something to numb themselves. I think they do to have to last as long as they do for some yeah. of them. I'm like, there's no way. Some aura gel or something? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me when I'm trying to be serious? Some anal ease. Just slather that everywhere. But yeah. So you can't compare your relationship to porn. It's unhealthy to do so. Your sexual relationship, for sure. Definitely don't do that. Well, and I definitely don't compare my relationship to my plumber with porn either. He's never fucked me. Not once. It's the pizza boy for me. Is it? Just kidding. I, that's, <laughs> I feel like that's like the main yeah. line, storyline. I don't know. I watch compilations. I don't fucking like the storylines and the horrible acting. I'm like, oh, Sometimes God, I just fuck her so already. Jesus. <laughs> you, should, you should watch Naked Pizza Dare. Okay. Check that out sometime. All right. It's probably not your thing, but. Probably not. Just like, just sit down and just take 10 minutes and watch like two or three pizza dares. And it's just really just women ordering food. And then the food person shows up and they're like, oh, I dropped my towel. And that's okay. I'll just finish paying you. Oh, gotcha. And then the delivery person's like, whoa, you know, but they they don't, usually they don't end up fucking. Okay. It's just like, they just. So is this real? Is this live? Or (laughs) is this like paid actors all? It looks amateur to me. Oh, it's usually like a cell phone propped up in the corner of the room when the doorbell rings. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Avoid comparisons. Yep. That's not going to help your sexual relationship. You can, however, and we'll come back to that when we talk about our top 10 ways to keep things fresh in your sexual relationship. But we're back here at this list. If you saw me scroll up and down on my handy dandy yeah look at you go i like that i like that cover by the way thank you (laughs) i told my daughter to go get my ipad one time and i just got this case because it's a composition notebook um ipad case and she was like i can't find it and i was like it's right next to my computer so i go down there and i like grab it and she was like yeah i was never gonna look at like (laughs) she thought it was a notebook i really thought it was a notebook okay and it's even like the perfect size of a composition so yeah we're off on tangents today and that's okay because it's hot as fucking balls mm-hmm. and it's just you and i because like- mariah is dead set on the sound quality being perfect i said we're in the middle of the heat wave people will understand and she looked at me and she said i'll fucking fire you if you say that again it's 99 degrees outside it's yeah. probably 102 in here <laughs> in our cinder block oven yeah yeah um, Plans in the work for the new expanded studio. It's going to be insulated from the cinder block walls. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We need it. We'll, we'll throw a party. Yep. Okay. 
sex in long-term relationships. There's something called maintenance sex. Yeah, you mentioned this, and I'm very curious. And you said, and shat all over, don't schedule sex as the worst kind of sex. No, 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 no. I meant it's not the worst kind of sex. What I meant was is that, like, if you schedule it and there's not really kind of you add in a little build up to it, then it's the worst kind of sex. Okay. But if you make an effort to make that scheduled sex worth it, then it's worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. I apologize if I was misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. You're fine. And that's why we go back and forth and we give each other opportunities to clarify. Yeah. yeah. But maintenance that's sex. So this is just maintaining the sexual relationship. How many times, and maybe this is an unfair question, um, because you do probably have a higher libido than your partner, mm-hmm. um, because of just the male anatomy and all that tend to have higher libido. But how many times are you really not in the mood until things get started? Me? Yeah. I mean, that's a, there's been times that I've not been in the mood for a specific reason, uh-huh. but then there's been other times where I wasn't thinking about sex and then I was like, oh, we're doing this. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're still excited. There's been several times, many, many a time that I'm just not really in the mood, but I'm like, you know, I really want to make sure my partner feels like I want to give them time. Mm-hmm. All right. And I have that tone and I've used that. (laughs) All right. Like, and I say it kind of like sarcastically, but honestly, that's usually what's going on until things get started. And I'm like, yes, I'm glad we did this. But you almost have to get me started a little bit. I would say if we had to wait till I was in the mood, it would be far less. Yeah. But I've never said like no one or like yes and regretted it kind of thing. It well, is still a, it's definitely still a consent thing. But there's times where I'm like, oh, OK, so maintenance. I'm, se- I'm glad that you've said that, though, because yeah. I've brought that up with my partner and I've been like, I know you're not in the mood. I'm asking you to give me a chance to get you in the mood. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like I'm not going to force you to have sex with me because that would be wrong. Mm-hmm. But give me a chance. And if I start the warm-up procedure and you're just like, no, it's not working, then I'll, I'll back the fuck off. Yeah. Let, me, let me touch it a little. Let me put it in my mouth. And that's really healthy to point out, too. Even if you want to get things started and you are getting things started and then she, you know, it's like, nope, definitely no. Yeah. Backing the fuck off. Not saying, you just teased me and... No, you're just going to you know. get to watch me masturbate now. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we do. I'll and finish this. sometimes that gets me started, too. I'm like... Not without me. No, if you chase me off and then I'm masturbating, you don't get a second chance. <gasps> yep. No, you get to watch. That's... And then I'm going to throw it on your pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, yeah. So maintenance sex is really just kind of where you're like, typically we do this three times a week and we haven't this week and maybe we should really just kind of find a way to get ourselves there you know and even though you're not overly excited it's still making sure it's somewhat of a priority even if you don't want to be there well it's funny because like sometimes when we're having a maintenance sex deal Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like there's certain things i don't want to do but 
it's usually kind of a lazier fuck i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah like you're kind of like it's it's funny because it's a little more routine if i'm kind of in that maintenance phase i would rather go down on jamie and watch her come and then just leave her alone till she cools off because jamie needs a cool down period after sex to cuddle oh and i like instantly like the moment i come i want to cuddle with you sticky (laughs) i know it's gross but that's what i want like that moment i'm like Mm -hmm. let let it dry and bond us together i don't care (laughs) god yes so maintenance sex is really is remembering that that's still important for you and finding something that you are excited about okay even if i'm not excited about taking my clothes off and i'm super exhausted from this day and I'm going to have to be expelling more energy. And then I'm going to have to put my clothes back on, um, you know, something like that or clean up or whatever. You know, you, you start like convincing yourself of like, well, this, this really isn't worth it. Yeah. It is worth it for your relationship. So having those. Mm-hmm. And I've totally gone through all of those thoughts before. Just like, but I'm tired. But it's cold. I hate I hate having sex in the winter when I have to, when I'm fucking bundled up. When I'm wearing goddamn hoodie and fleece and... <laughs> you can't get like some crotchless PJs? Like fucking your flannels? <gasps> I need to. Salty Sex Cast branded salt, uh, crotchless flannel pants. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Pink flannel. Yeah, exactly. So there's times... <laughs> or there's times and I know... We need an Etsy shop. We do. We need to. Um, For taint rags and crotchless PJs. It's taint towels, my friend. Oh, taint sorry. <laughs> You're towels. right. Taint rag sounds terrible. Taint <laughs> towel is so much better. <laughs> yeah, for taint towels and uh, crotchless onesies. Yeah. Crotchless flannel onesies. And what did you call it? Scuffed vagina candles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even. <laughs> Scuffed vagina scented candles. Yep. Oh. So we make candles mm-hmm. that are in the form of your dick. Yep. Because you've made a mold. Yep. From your dick. Mm-hmm. I now, I like making a, a mold of your pussy is kind of a thing. It's kind of like going. It's super easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know those like big, wide, long candles? Like they're just flat. And uh-huh. I was like, just think of that with like a little. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I thought would be funny is if we ever did that, we would put the string right where it needed to be. Oh, gosh. So it looked like a tampon string <laughs> hanging out of someone's vagina. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That'd be where they put the fuse. Oh, that's awesome. Main and sex is okay. Yeah. If that's all you're having, mm-hmm. we have a list of 10 ways that you can kind of update your maintenance. Yeah. And this Make is kind it a of little a, exciting. This is kind of a personal list. Like we tried not to follow the cosmopolitan list. Yeah, I mean you can Google fucking top ten ways to increase your sex life in mm-hmm. your marriage, and there's a shit ton. But I chose some that I personally do, yeah. and that I think would really help. And then there's always the you know the typical list that you can find. Also, <clears throat> on top of maintenance sex and on really the the seasons of your relationship and seasons of your sex. Give yourself the time to mourn the change of the season or the change of your relationship or even the change of your libido, right? Yeah. So having that, um, you know, your dynamic can change inside your relationship. There can be stress, can be a new child. There could be, you know, a whole slew of things that could happen 
that changes that. Give yourself the time to be like, it's okay that this is different right now. Mourn. I mourn every month when Jamie starts her period. Yep. That's why um, I got a hysterectomy because I was fucking sick of that shit. <laughs> also, it wasn't once a month. It was like every three weeks and it was... I do fun. like a candlelight visual. Like it's the whole thing. Tear the sleeve on my shirt. Cover all the mirrors in the house. Do you burn the end of her tampon string as your candle light the fuse on the mommy bomb <laughs> on the mommy bomb you've never heard that no no it's That's like great. cannon fuse light the fuse on the mommy bomb <laughs> yeah. so give yourself a chance to mourn there's things that change you and jamie have been together for how long almost six years i think yeah justin and i have been almost 11 mm -hmm. 11 years next month fuck my life i didn't realize that was that soon couple of weeks okay anyway what are some different changes that you've gone through in your relationship dynamics and oh i mean like and it, it's all kinds of like it's things you wouldn't expect have have affected our sex life i mean we had had we i mean it was a crazy to get started with i was blown away so there's there's little things that can yeah. change it but then there's like or like i should say temporary things that can mm -hmm. change it but then there's even small things that can change it for long periods of time. So I'm sure. talking about those bigger shifts, no matter how small, what changed it, what changed it for a longer period of time than like eh, when she was tired. when she started school. Oh, God, it was I think it was a year or two. I can't remember how long she was actually in the program that she was in. Mm -hmm. um, but grad school. Yeah. And I, re I remember she kept saying it'll be better next semester and it never got fucking better next semester. In fact, it got worse every semester. School and so, is stressful and you have due dates and yeah yeah right and then like i have no formal education past high school so i just sort of like i don't get it <laughs> like you're paying these people to make you miserable that's fucking dumb we should fuck and then she's like no i can't and i don't want to even if i could because i'm like stressed and beat right and then and there's a time crunch so you're like dear god this is even if it's like 10 minutes start to finish. Oh, she needed every minute. You need yeah. every grad school was fucking mm -hmm. stressful. She I'll was working on like difficult math and like figuring out like she was studying videos and like every waking minute, like she'd go to while school. working full time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, exactly. So she'd go to school. She'd study like in class. Mm -hmm. Then she would come home and basically have to reread what she had studied in class. And then there were times that she was like practicing something on me like she was taping my ankle or something yeah and she would like tape and untape my ankle like six times because she was going to be tested on this to be accepted into that world of like accredited people athletic that, trainers yeah. yeah exactly she's an athletic trainer and so and then of course me who's just like you know I've got, like i've got a job and never went to school past high school and i was just like i don't get it why are you working so hard for this dumb thing i feel like i know what you're doing yeah you know, so I had like zero understanding for it. It's hard. It's some time for me to to cope with that too. Like I had to, I had to take the time to mourn that like Jamie, who had all the free time in the world because she had like I don't know, like a thirty-two hour a week job, and then was just like coming to my place to fuck, and then like get a nap in and fuck again, and then go to sleep. Um, to Jamie, who was like dude, I've got eight classes and I've got four assignments. And then I'm on top of that, I'm working on my dissertation mm -hmm. or not her dissertation. What do they call it in the masters? Dissertations for a PhD. 
but it's for a master's, whatever it is. But it's like, um, it's your fun- thesis. Thank you. I was like, I know yeah, this, and it's thesis. on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, yeah. I had to do a fucking thesis. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a whole it's crazy stressful. thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'm over there, just sort of like, hey, how come we're not fucking anymore? Because I like that part of it. I like that part of it. <laughs> so school was mm-hmm. a big change. School was, was a big change. Mm-hmm. There's always, and it sucks because like kids, you get pregnant. So that all the hormone changes, mm-hmm. you have your kid, you're all fucking exhausted. So that's not even just mom. That's both parents typically are exhausted. Plus you're Lack kind of, of injured for oh, like, yeah, what, like six I'm, weeks? Six ish. I mean, like I was never waiting that long, but um, I always had really easy labors and not complicated. Mm. Um, but then you have your kids going it through like different stages. So now they're teething it up and, and now they're, they're like walking and-, and now they're like coming at your door, having night terrors. Like it's hard to like those I things. I just bumped the camera. I'm sorry. <gasps> the YouTube video's ruined. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore today. <laughs> you look so serious. You're not serious, are you? <laughs> no, I'm no. sorry. Well, and I think too. Uh, oh, my sweaty ass is sticking to the seat. Don't feel bad. I'm Ouch. sticking to it too. Um, doesn't breastfeeding have something to do with your hormones too? Everything like it's harder to get pregnant when you're breastfeeding, which I'm assuming. Typically, you don't ovulate when um, you're nursing heavily. Mm-hmm. But like as soon as you like stop exclusively nursing and then you introduce solids like and so then you stop producing the hormone kind of comes back and you start ovulating you start having your period again but you can be ovulating before you realize that you're back on ovulating yeah so people you know so that's why some people just do like oh i'm just breastfeeding and that's my birth control I was like yeah that's not that's not safe and i've heard catholic women say that a lot yeah 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 doesn't work for everyone it works for some folks yeah but um yeah so there's all sorts of changes so that yeah even hormones are ones that like change during your um different times of life Mm -hmm. you know what if even injuries Mm -hmm. could change your sex life and things and having to a new diagnosis a new medication Mm -hmm. that can change things Mm -hmm. it's hard so mourning that change giving yourself the opportunity to okay now here's like you know, I fucking hate this term, but because we've just been talking about it so much with COVID, but the new normal of what, you know, my relationship may look like, my sexual thing. And mm-hmm. especially if there's, you know, something physically different, Well, we've just having to change that. We've joked about me suddenly being a little chubby, right? Like I was pretty thin when we all first met and mm-hmm. uh, I had injured my knee in a half marathon and got a little chubby. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I wasn't exercising, it was easier for Jamie to lay around and you know she's still fucking hot but complains that she says she put on weight which i you know to me i'm like ah, oh, more to love you know and she's like shut the fuck up that's terrible don't ever say that to me but uh then i'm just sort of like oh maybe she doesn't want to have sex with me because i'm fat and really it's just you know she's gone from school to now taking everything she learned into school and being busy trying to fucking get her career Applying going that to a job yeah yeah yep. like i mean it's not even a job like she's she's in her career yeah and that I've noticed for myself too has changed a lot of things for myself. Um, Big career shifts can have a have an impact on your psyche. And also working and from home mm-hmm. in my office 
sitting. I fucking hate sedentary. I fucking hate my job because of that piece of my job. I should say, I hate that piece of my job. I want to be moving. I want to be up. I want to even be walking from office to office and talking to other people. Yeah. Cause but working from, from home, home sucks. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, what I get to walk to the fucking kitchen. Yay. Well, you and I, food. you and I are both super social, right? Yeah. So I have an office at a plant where drivers come in and get their loads or whatever. And then they leave. And I used to have my door unlocked all the time and they would just come in and like sit and bullshit with me. And then at the end of the week, I'd be headed over to Mariah and Justin's. We're going to get super drunk. I'm going to throw up out the window of the car while my wife is driving. And uh, like, it's going to be a great weekend. We socialize, socialize, socialize. And then COVID hit. And I was like, I had, I was like company policy. I had to like lock my door and put a sign up that said, fuck off COVID. Yeah. And yeah, then we couldn't come sucked. to your place to party because mm-hmm. you guys didn't want to get it from us. And we didn't want to get it from you. And yeah. yeah, there's so many things. And so being being ready for those changes, how to navigate, how to be okay with those different changes mm-hmm. too. And that's just going to be, that's going to happen. So there's times that it's like, you know what? We know that we're busy right now and that's okay. We can focus on maintenance six, maybe increase it with a couple, you know, other little things to kind of get it a little spicy, um, but not letting it completely fizzle out and go to the back burner and not think about it and just be like, no, we're just in a sexless marriage. And I mean, holy shit, that vibration was loud. Your butt plug, Brady. <laughs> that remote butt plug was intense. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you notice I sat up really straight. <laughs> you did. So, so I was like, what was that? Sound like the vibrating panties that like someone was sitting on like a wood pew, wood bench. <laughs> Because <laughs> of course you would wear that to church, right? You should. <laughs> um, I thought I silenced my phone. I did. You silenced it. Mm-hmm. It's on vibrate. I thought it's I turned that feature quiet. Off. Then you're good. You're fine. It's on the table that the microphone. We don't have a guest today, to. so I'm a little more lax. Yeah. Have you noticed? Like, if we have a guest, Brady, you're on your motherfucking best behavior, or I'll get angry. Um, I think another one is stop making sex the goal are you in this long-term relationship for the sex can you not have a healthy relationship if you're not absolutely satisfied with your sex life yeah you can yeah i mean it's gonna come and go ebbs and flows but when it's like oh i want to divorce her or them or him because we're not having great sex so i did end a relationship over sex no. a marriage well not what? over sex, right? But let's, uh, I should clarify sex that. Sex is the secondary. It was like a straw that broke mm-hmm. the camel's back. Yeah. It wasn't the straw, but it was a straw. It was a very probably heavy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like sort of like a timber. Yeah. So people will judge the health of their relationship based on the, how much, how their sex life is, right? Mm-hmm. When your sex life is typically a secondary thing to everything else. Are you communicating? Mm-hmm. Have you know what do are you satisfying each other? Are you being um, vulnerable enough with each other? If you can improve any of those, your sex life is automatically going to improve. Yeah. So you need to be focusing on something else and not just the sex. Yes, the sex is there. Still improve that, but those other things are also important. And then secondary, you'll get. It's just like weight loss. Mm-hmm. Weight loss is a secondary thing to moving your body, mm-hmm. 
fueling your body correctly and, and i don't even want to say correctly in a helpful manner ah yeah. smart got you um so and then you know if you're doing those things your weight will typically improve yeah if you're communicating if you're improving other things in your marriage and your relationship um your sex life will most likely improve but if you're working on those things because you've listened to our other episodes on those things here's a couple here's a top 10 list of things that you can yeah if you've worked on those things and you want to turn the direction to you want to turn the focus towards sex back to sex or bam here's our ten, in top conjunction 10 list. and work on them this t- at the same time well this isn't really a top 10 list we didn't rank them no i didn't i didn't no but this I is mean, our this is our 10 10 ways to keep things fresh try these first and if it doesn't work you can reach out to us at salty at gmail.com and then we'll maybe reconfigure the list yeah bam dropped it okay I really like doing this, but having a piece of your planned date night, so time that you're already setting aside for each other, building that relationship, communicating, and having a piece of that include something intimate or sexual. Yeah. So whether that is on your way to dinner or on your way back from dinner, you go stop at a sex shop and just peruse. You don't even have to pick anything up. But when you're in that store, how many times do you go home and not want sex? Who, me? Personally? (laughs) We could go to any store and I'll go home and still want to have sex. I'm always kind of turned on even more. Like, it's just, it gets me more excited going to those stores and like the possibilities and everything. It's kind of naughty, right? Yeah. And it's fun to think about like, okay, there's a whole store dedicated to this. Yeah. I can dedicate a whole five minutes to it and stuff. I'm trying to wonder too, because like the local shop, but like if me and Jamie were to go to a local shop, Mm -hmm. it's closed. No, they're not. There's several open. We'll, we'll have a talk. Well, the, the one that I usually go to. Oh, I'm like, no, there's several open. Yeah. Or that I would have gone I to. I thought you meant like for COVID or something. Okay, gotcha. No, like it's, I'm it, pretty sure it's, it's boxed up out of business. Dead. I think yeah. so. Mm. But there's others. I just, the one that is closest to us. You can have an aphrodisiac included in your date night. Like make that a point. Yeah. Like, hey, let's start. You can have like change up the um mood or setting um or even activity that kind of gets you both a little like going dancing i don't know there's something about moving my body i'm always like yeah playing twister playing twister fuck yeah go build a fort and then go fuck in the fort yes that's a genius idea it's a great date night it's fucking free the problem is i'm married to an engineer She's like, this is not a structurally sound fort, mister. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to knock it down with sex anyways. You're a safety person. You should be prepared for that. Okay. So that's one of mine. Another one is a bucket list, a sex bucket list. Mm-hmm. This is so fun to keep things fresh because as soon as you notice, you're kind of like, okay, we're, we're leaning on the monotonous maintenance sex and we're not really mixing things up. Yeah. You have both created a bucket list. Go look at it. If not start a bucket list that's another one add something Together. to a bucket list yeah go revise the fucking bucket list the fuck it list the fuck it list the fuck it list yeah um so i just think that one's great because it's it's a something that you're hoping to do 
even just going to read the bucket list. It gets those dirty neurons fired up, right? It does. You're like, yeah, we are fucking freaky. Let's go do some of this shit. Get some blood pumping in the right area. Yeah. Yeah, Then you get done fucking and you're like, I can't do anything on that list. I need a sandwich and a nap. (laughs) I mean, and the bucket list, there's a huge range. You know, I'm sure some people are going to like, Yes, let's get a third person on this bucket list. Let's have a threesome that's on my bucket list. That's got to be right for your relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Let's go to fuck on the Hawaiian beach. Like you're going to need lots of money and time to go do that. Like that's a big thing. But you can do something as simple as let's try this new position. Yeah. Let's play naked twister. Let's do the wheelbarrow. Like, that's on the bucket list. Yeah. Like it could be something super, super simple. Let's introduce ice because I don't like sticky food. So ice is okay. That's what I've, I, it's, it's, it's an approved item in my bedroom. I'm just thinking it's funny because I'd be like, I'm me. I'm like, yes, yes, ice, rub it in all the wrong places, please. And I was thinking about Jamie. She'd be like, where are my flannel pajamas? The crotchless ones from that <laughs> show you do. <laughs> from that show you do. So bucket lists are great. And that one can go on forever. Yeah. And then, you know, keeping a record of the things that you've crossed off on your bucket list. We'll come back to that too. Just keep a notebook by the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sexting is mm-hmm. another one just to kind of keep it fresh. How simple. Yeah. You can go so many ways with this, even as far as like, you looked really hot this morning when you were leaving for work. Yeah, exactly. It How doesn't have. How simple ha- it, is that? It, it doesn't have to be like super vulgar. It doesn't exactly. have to be explicit I, pictures. I'm really happy you said that. Because I've talked to Jamie about sexting mm-hmm. and she's always like, that's hard to do while I masturbate. And I'm like, I'm not saying you need to be masturbating and I need to write you a novel. And it doesn't even have to. Tell me you like my dick. Maybe. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Let's coin it. Let's let's change the name of it instead of sexting. Because I think that's a term that like also sounds dirty. And Flexting? Like, what if we do like spicy texting? Oh, yeah. I like that. Spicy texting. Just Spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Throw something in there. Hey, take a screenshot of a, some lingerie that you think would look good on your partner or that you want your partner to buy for you. I don't know. Something I need to get like better that. At that. I yeah. send her a picture of like cats and stuff. I, you know, I'm just saying like <laughs> something could be like that. You can also take very sexy photos, send mm-hmm. those, do a video. <gasps> what if someone did just a sound bite of them moaning? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's spicy texting right there. And if you want to record your moaning at a studio, we have (laughs) high quality. I'd do it. Just kidding. If someone wanted to come in here and record their moaning, yeah, I'd do it. How much do you charge again? Huh? For that, it'd be free. Sexual favors. Is that it? Huh? I'm just kidding. Huh? My wife's got to be into you, too. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that was such an evil cackle. I don't like it. Okay. You are like a Disney villain princess, though. Yeah. 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 Like was like Ursula, but when she was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on. (laughs) Spicy texting. Uh huh. Spicy texting. Spicy. I like it. Yeah. Which also brings us to number four. Build tension. Yeah. Find some way to build tension. Be very careful, because some people can get really perturbed about feeling like they're getting teased so you're dangling this carrot in front of me and then you're taking it away that's not building tension that's using a power move that's that's 
borderline abusive personnel or like, you know, strategies of like, let's have sex tonight. I'm really excited for it. And then be like, nope, just kidding. That's not building tension. That's being very, very rude and controlling. I have had arguments. Jamie and I have had arguments where she's been like, hey, maybe later today we can fuck. And then, you know, she'd go to class or she'd go to work. Yeah. And like. And then you come home and you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't realize I was going to be in here. School or work will beat the shit out of her. And then I'll come home and be like, hey, what about that thing you said earlier? And she's like, oh. And then I'm like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. And I go masturbate in the other room. Angrily. Violently. Yes. Well, and I've been there in my relationship too. We've done the same thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm trying to get myself in the mood. Yeah. So it's not maintenance sex. So I'm like, yeah, like, I'm really excited. And then realizing, you know, something happened or all of a sudden. So I get um, really bad hip pain mm-hmm. that it'll like shoot down my legs. And it happens maybe three, four evenings or like nights. It's always at night a month, you know, so it's like it happened. Yeah. But it it's not so predictable. Painful. It's not predictable. Yeah. It's like a migraine for my fucking legs. Mm. And it just is horrible. And um that's gonna be hard to diagnose too because you'd have to like be in the doctor's office for them to be yeah, like and i'm always like yeah. it's achy legs and other people are like oh it's like sciatica and i'm like i don't think so i don't know it's yeah. i'm sure someone's listening to this and they're like oh, yeah. knowing you i would assume it's gas <laughs> shut up <laughs> i'm not farty i'm burpy same thing okay it's gaseous burp of the, burp of the mouth yeah um so where that is hard because you want to build tension, mm-hmm. but you don't want to tease. Yep. So you have to be prepared for that. So there's some things that, uh, yeah, like if I have le- achy legs, I'm like, I moving like just sounds excruciating. Are there are there times where you've done that and you've been like, hey, baby, maybe later we can. And then, uh, you know, something's come up and you're like, fuck, I'm really not in the mood. But I said I would be. So I, I'll get so through it. So we still do it. Yeah. yeah, I would say that happens quite, <laughs> not quite a bit, but like every time I say it and build it up. Yeah. I'd say, Relatively. you know, yeah, like there's just times where you're just like, no, I, I'm sticking to it. And once it starts, I'm very happy it starts. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the moment. And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> and we'll keep it at that. And I'm sorry, but. I'm not a, a sex machine. Uh, no. no one, no, no, no one is. Um, okay. Building tension, though, can be even. Let's fucking make out. Yeah, just come make out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fucking um, play with each other under the table while we're on our date. Build that tension. What are you rolling your I eyes can, for? I don't think I can get Jamie to do that. Oh. Uh... So if I roll my eyes at this, I'm I'm thinking specifically geared toward my relationship. Other relationships, this might be perfect. And other relationships that I've been in, yeah, totally. Okay, so what would be a way that you would suggest people build tension? Hmm? Oh, we've already kind of talked about it already. Okay. Like the things that I would do is, yeah, yeah. I would text and but be these, sure when you send that text. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. these things that we've already talked about can also build tension. So number five, well, because we should be moving through our list right about now. I'm getting fucking hot. Yeah. Okay. Bring in a new stimuli. Mm-hmm. Lights, scents. Smell or well, well, sense and smell. <laughs> Toys. Toys. Which can be intimidating and threatening at the same time if it's not prefaced. Yeah, like don't right? drop a three foot cock on the bed after we've been talking about toys without telling me you have a three foot cock. And then or or saying like, you know, because some someone might be very satisfied with their 
sexual level and the other partner might not and they want to jazz it up a bit so they bring in a toy and then it's like why are you bringing a toy is my dick not good enough yeah so there's a conversation there's some things yeah but you know if you're at that point you both talked about it and it's something another one is porn you can bring in porn some visual Mm -hmm. stimulation a little music um you can record yourself video record you know like just changing things up new stimulation right one of our favorites one of my favorites i don't know if this is justin's but one of my favorites that kind of just keeps things um a little different is we have the straps that strap us down to the bed and like blindfold headphones Uh on and just like i love those heightened stimulation of feel like touch yeah like holy shit you know what i was just thinking too is like hang a mirror in your bedroom for the night or yeah, we've done that yeah. yeah if you're not comfortable recording hook up the camera to the tv and just let it be on the tv like you don't have to hit record just have it there knowing that it's there yeah yeah i had a burp okay oh sorry i thought um, you were about to give me one of those like, number six and this one i want to take with like there is a grain of salt that comes with a grain of sand grain of salt grain, grain of salt, of salt. <laughs> yeah take, take this with a grain of salt rate your sex but not immediately <laughs> so we oh, don't know that's a caveat that's not a grain of salt that's a caveat okay yeah. there you go oh yeah yeah okay because if you're just like yeah we just got done fucking your partner's like <laughs> the best job i've ever done you're like yeah it's like a three like, <laughs> you're over there holding up a three and they're like doing a celebration dance <laughs> running for cards. the gold medal yeah you're just you're just holding up a three <laughs> scorecards are pretty funny yeah so something like that like just kind of watching out but when you're talking to your partner and like hey this time was really good it was like this and this time it was really good not hey remember that one season that we all had sex and it was always so good just like you know something that like hey yeah that was really awesome and going back you can even like you know say that about maintenance sex too like hey we did something slightly different and yeah anyway okay number seven comes to change the setting fucking mix shit up Mm -hmm. go somewhere else bring in a new candle scent um not scuffed vagina though (laughs) save that for another time that's Um, your office candle that's not the bedroom candle um (laughs) change the lights Brady, yeah. what did you do in your bedroom? I, I installed these new uh, Bluetooth controlled light bulbs, which, by the way, is a curse and a blessing. Okay. Yeah, because I've got them stuck on a color, and I've been like, I don't know what color any of my shirts are, because the whole room was blue. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, there's a particular light color that Jamie's like, oh, my God, yeah, every time I see myself in that light, I'm like, I'm hot. You feel good about it. And then yeah. usually when Jamie feels hot, she's more likely to want to have sex with me comes to another one fucking self-care oh yeah totally if mm-hmm. you're not taking care of yourself it's hard to get in the mood right yeah. it's hard to spice things up so whatever you need to do to give back to you me i like to be shaved like just super clean <laughs> 
And that always gets me in the mood. Even like when I'm shaving gets you in the mood. Even when I'm like getting out of the shower and I'm like, oh, I'm so clean right now. I'm like, who can I fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a Pavlovian response now. Get out of the shower. You're like, I need a dick. Yeah. So self care for me is a big thing. Or whatever. And then, you know, just knowing that I feel good. I look good. I feel good about myself. I want to feel good about myself with someone else, right? With my partner. Okay. Um, Change the setting. Uh, Replay good sex you had together. So either talking about it, again, that kind of goes on the rate your sex or dwelling on the positive things that have happened in your sexual relationship Mm -hmm. is, is kind of another way to word it. Last one. Chemical intervention. Oh, yeah. This is one of my ideas. That's what Brady's idea. So whether it's like a glass of wine or maybe you live in a state where something awesome is a little bit more legal and it's not, yeah, you know, we're not saying break the law, but you know, chemical intervention. If there's something that kind of helps you relax, helps you get in the mood, go ahead, partake. Dr. Brady came from... (laughs) That came from Dr. Brady. Yeah. Now and like um, not Dr. Brady. Not Dr. Brady. Yeah. Right. Um, there was a meme that we posted on Facebook that it was a girl was like, "What's the best drug to have sex on?" And birth some, control. And someone was like, "Birth control." <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. So you know. Yeah. If you which actually ruins sex, seems like. Birth control. Yeah. Well. Well, it doesn't I, ruin it, but it can make things difficult for some women. Birth control can be really hard on the system, but it can also alleviate stress too of a pregnancy or anything. Mm-hmm. Or um, so maybe maybe switching things up. You've had a vasectomy, but not all of our listeners have. So go get one. Super cheap, really easy. Do it. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> this was brought to you by um, Shoot Blake's Brady. <laughs> all right. Ow. You can pick up your scuffed vagina candle at saltysexcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know where we're sending it to. We will take donations at patreon.com forward slash saltysexcast for those candles. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we Find us on Facebook. We're having lots of fun on Facebook. Um, Brady's not invited, but that's okay because we talk shit on him on our Facebook. Facebook sucks anyways. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Stupid. And... <sighs> We would love to have you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I like here. I like when people like us. It's fun. Share us with a friend, please. If there's something about this that you... Even if we are perverted. Share it with your partner. <gasps> that's number 10. Oh, yeah. Share this podcast with your partner because that's just going to increase that you are interested in having Healthy. good sex. Not better. Just good sex with your partner, which will result in better sex, right? Yeah. Yeah. You never want to say, let's have better sex, but let's enjoy each other. And then it'll increase your sex. Secondary. I like it. Yeah. All right. I hope you all have a very lovely, sexy week. And we will see you in two weeks. So, sexy two weeks. Have a have a sexy two weeks, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook. <laughs>